Welcome, everybody. You ever feel like your life is just too complicated? There's too much family drama going on? You don't know who you love sexually and who you're related to? Sometimes it's both. Welcome to the attic. It's Mises Peasies. series which is really the Dumas series I just don't know why they do this like it, they're only tricking her, us for the surname first surname is the name I know I get it but it's wrong anyways um, it's all that glitters it's book three and also glittery mm. cover it's very and nice. very shiny beautiful step back oh yeah there's a lot going there's on there's another this is another step back my prior uh pearl in the mist mm-hmm. it didn't have a step back correct i mean my my edition didn't my, mine did not either okay correct um so in ruby i would i would open it up and chuckle this one too i just <laughs> so if you don't first of all this is supposed to be daphne i don't know I'm i don't know why it would sure. be i think maybe it's gladys I don't know. I, I don't know. It was like an angry middle-aged white lady. With the 80s-ish hair. Yeah. There's one twin is on a uh, on a bed of sleeping, uh, <laughs> hand upon the breast. Another twin in a very uh, business suity diamond coffiny necklace holding child. Paul. Because his Bo. head. Bo. Yeah. Uh, Bo, because he's like. <laughs> he's very like mooning and like. <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, the fucking angriest Paul Tate, the Paul's in the back, like, Ng! he looks like um, David from Schitt's Creek. It's, like, giving me a real Dan Levy vibe. But, like, real eyebrows. Yeah, bad. real Dan Levy vibe. You need to Fantastic. watch Schitt's Creek. Beautiful. Um, <laughs> Tia's going to flap it, and then you're going to tell me what you wrote for your first note. Yeah, I will, I will, I will. Okay, uh, so here we are, All That Glitters, uh, the third book in the thrilling... New Landry series. Driven from the Dumas mansion back to her beloved bayou, Ruby's only hope is that fate will let her begin anew. Ellipses. Living again in a humble shack, Ruby is determined to make a secure and happy home for her precious infant daughter Pearl. Paul Tate, her first love, whom she was forced to abandon, that is misleading, uh, is at her side once more, now a man of dazzling wealth. <laughs> She was forced by fate, though. She was forced by DNA. Okay, all right. Uh, When he whisks her into his grand house, it seems their future is assured. As mistress of Cypress Woods, Ruby can't... Ruby can forget even the shocking reason she and Paul must wed in a secret ceremony and remain husband and wife in name alone. (laughs) But the thick, expensive walls of Cypress Grove... Cypress Woods, they were thick. They talked about the walls being like two feet they thick. They did say that. <laughs> it's like getting distracted. So uh, cannot shut out the terrible memories that have woven their fabric over her destiny mm. or the cold eyes of Paul's mother Gladys, reminding Ruby of the secret she must keep to give Pearl a loving father. Uh, then, <laughs> yeah, and also- her venomous twin sister Giselle arrives to taunt her with news of Bo Andreas, the true father Pearl has never met, mm. and the only man Ruby will ever long for with all her body and soul. Mm. Desperate to find the complete, <laughs> fulfilling life she craves, Ruby builds a precarious new existence, a flimsy shanty of hope. <laughs> My that, entire life was a shanty of hope. That the first flood washes away. What? what? 
Only when the storm exposes the very blackest evils of the past will she glimpse the rainbow's fragile promise. A morning of sunshine and laughter with a family of her own. Well, you don't know. I just, I definitely like rammed my face into it. Like, what? Yeah, Katie just flumped over my shoulder. What even? I love that we don't read these until we record. I almost, I was, uh, I think it was on the next one, Hidden Jewel. I started to get a little like, because they take a few to pick up. I'm only, I, 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 I only read the prologue I'm, of the next I one. I almost flipped back to check in, but I was like, no. No. Um, so, <laughs> um, the only man Ruby will ever long for clitorally. Um, so, would you like to share your first note? My first note. <clears throat> oh shit, this step back is already giving me a concern. Does Ruby die and Giselle is Pearl Mom? So yes, they do not. I'm hold. I'm holding up to the laptop yeah. as though it is not uh, a video this time. Not sorry. A video this time, sorry. Um, yeah. Gotta wait till tarnished gold. It is not clear. Great. Yeah. Fantastic. So, but I was like, it's still in first person. How is that gonna work? Are they gonna flip personages? <laughs> Something gets flipped. <laughs> but my first note is baby Pearl has cerulean blue eyes. Of course. Um, she also, Ruby says, she said Pearl's name came from a dream. Hmm. Like, in the last book, she dreamt that she had a daughter and named her Pearl. And now she's saying, like, as soon as she was born, her lustrous pearl-like skin made me think of the name Pearl. Pearlescent birth. I through. just read the last book, Niederman. Did you read the last book? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is there a ghostwriter for the ghostwriter? Oh. oh. Maybe he turns out, like, one and then, like, a flock of monkeys on typewriters. <laughs> No offense, Niederman. You know what I found out recently? Oh, boy. I think maybe we talked about it in the last episode. I can't remember. He wrote The Devil's Advocate. Yeah, I knew that. What? Look <laughs> at that. I like that movie very much. Mm-hmm. It is not terribly, it's not as, definitely not as convoluted as this shit. But yeah, I. Yep. That movie's um, great. Al Pacino, Keanu Reeves, America's Sweetheart. Paul. Paul's around all the time and he's always like, here's baby stuff. Chucka 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 chucka. She lives in the shack and she's doing a grand mare. Da 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 She does a weavens. Uh, she also she thinks about Bo's tempting lips when she looks at her infant daughter child. Hmm. And uh, is it just Ruby or is Paul looking more mature? Of course he is. He's like twenty now. Eight. People eight. <laughs> she's like I knew him when he was five. Um. So I skipped right to Paul, who was like, "Let's just live together, and I'll be celibate for you." Yeah, basically, he's like, come look at the house. And, like, is it just Ruby or does the house look bigger the closer they get to it? Of course it does. That's how perspectives work. <laughs> just like, those are two back-to-back notes I have. Is it just Ruby or is Paul looking more mature? Yes. Of course he is. Aww. Is it just Ruby or does the house get bigger when you get closer to it? Yep. Of course it does. Yeah. They changed the uh, spelling of gallery, gallery to gallery. Yeah, they did. They de-Frenchified. I know. I was like, ugh. Um... So, Paul, Ruby's like, yo, we're fucking siblings. Yep. And he's like, I'll be celibate for you. Progressively, they could have an open marriage. Yeah. Or, if he's like, I just want to support you, again, you can just cut support checks. I know. I know. I think that, like, you know, at this time, 19, what, like, 67 or something like that, like, Mm. that would have... You know, they talk about how everyone in town thinks that Paul's yes, Pearl's father Yes, and he needs anyways. to do the right thing by the family. Yeah, and he's like, I just um, want you guys to be comfortable, like, just live in my dope-ass mansion. so much oil. He built it for her, too, which is crazy. And he's like, or, you know, creepy. Um, like, let's just get married and live in separate rooms. And then she's like, I? 
Um, <laughs> together, together we'll create our own monastery. It was a quote yeah. I wrote down. What? Ooh. But then he also like we won't stand in each other's way if someone falls in love with someone mm. else. There was a lot of like conflicting. There was a yeah. We won't touch anyone or each other, but we can touch anyone we want. But it'll make each other sad, so we shouldn't do it. But we can. I also, what? I mentioned it, but we didn't really harp upon it. There's a bit about how fucking rich Paul is. Because he's like, I found extra oil. There's so many oils. Yeah. I got lots of oils. I got racks of oil. His whole backyard is just oil pumps. It's just pumping hard. Just pumping. Um, he also says, I will haunt you until you say yes. Yeah, that was cool. It's great. Don't. That's a good, if anyone out there has some unrequited if you're ever love. Told, if you're ever told no, just keep asking. Yeah, and definitely make sure they know you will haunt them because mm. that's a thousand percent what someone wants to hear when they're not interested in you. Yes. Yep. Yes. That'll make them fall in love with you. If Yeah, I mean, how else is someone going to fall in love with you if you don't I, force them? I honestly don't know. That's how it's happened every time for me. Um, Giselle writes, why does Ruby believe anything Giselle says? I don't know, but... um. Sorry. I don't know. The next day, though, after they they, they get agree, yeah, engaged. get engaged. I guess after he wears her down, <laughs> after he threatens her with ghosts. Yes, <laughs> 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 like he's like under sheet. It is the south, though. Wrong sheet. But oh wow! Um, Paul's father, Octavius, comes by the yes. shack to to try to bribe Ruby out of marrying Paul, and she's like. I, I don't want your money, but like, yes. Okay, you're right. I should break it off. Mm. I got caught up in mm. the thing. Down in front. Um, she says, so Octavius is like, if it's about being comfortable financially, I can help you with that. And she's like, how dare you bribe me? But it's like, pages ago, she was like, I'm only doing this for Pearl security. So, I know, but it wasn't just for the money. It was the fact that like Paul treated <laughs> Pearl like, like his kid. Stop smacking. Sorry. Just... <laughs> She literally says, I'm only doing this for Pearl security. And then when Octavius is like, hey, if this is about security, I can support you financially. And she was like, how dare you? I guess it's just different because she's known Paul her whole life. And Paul, like, it's like, I just want to take care of you guys. And then Octavius is like, ew, gross. Let me just give you money. And she's like, no, it's not just about the money. It's about, like, gro- have it growing, blah, 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 blah. raising Pearl, like, with a, with a mom, mommy and daddy. Um... And then Paul is very dramatic about Ruby changing her mind and says he's going to be celebrate and celibate and turn his house into a shrine. Yeah. <laughs> At one point, she writes to Daphne for yep. some money. And I was like, yeah. She's like, can I get some early inheritance so I can just bounce out the swamp or whatever? Like, that'd be great. But she doesn't send it. She's like, mm, I kind of hate Correct. her. <laughs> I wrote Fair. down a quote of Paul. If I can't have you, I will have nobody. Okay. <laughs> sounds like the same thing no matter what. Yeah, it's, it sounds like your choice, man. Like, uh... But just let's Anything just before this. Can we just make sure that we don't like guilt people into relationships? Yeah, it's a theme. Not it, only is it a theme in these books, it's a theme for Ruby. It seems to my perception. It's a theme of existence, especially for women and and just the mm. world. Yes, disgusting. Anyways, who comes who comes clombering uh, to Clom- the shop? He do come clombering. Yeah. Buster Trejo. Buster Trejo. He's a bearded pig man. He is so gross. He's still wearing that inner tube under his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> now I picture like an actual inner tube he's been wearing for there's like, like There's like a duck years. on the front. It's yeah. like a swan. <laughs> like a whole dinosaur. Yeah. He just like come. He's like, ah, you came back. Like she had been back for like a, over a year at this point, by the way. I know it's the bayou and all, but like in... 
we didn't really we didn't buy women in 1960. Maybe you did in the shack when you were very drunk all the time and don't understand what real life is. Yeah. So she has to fight off most of Trahal. Yep. She luckily she was making some goodbye gumbayu. Gumbayu. Gumbalaya. Gumbalaya. And uh because he's just like, it's wicked gross, and she's like, oh my god, I was so stressed out during that whole it, it was scene. A, it was a scene, because he's like, put the baby down. And like, he grabbed it, Pearl, out of her arms, and he's, he's like, like oh, don't worry, I know how to handle a baby, we're gonna be making some for me, but I handle babies all the time. And then she's like, oh, let me just shut the, uh, I gotta, I gotta shut yeah, the stove she off. She was just like, I had to make my escape before we got to the stairs. Yes. And she's like, shit, I gotta shut this off because the, the roux's bubbling over. And he's like, and, cooking. and then she threw hot roux in his face and runs away to Miss Thibodeau's house. Yep. And she's like, oh shit, seriously? And uh, she calls the cops. Yeah. And, and for the first time in history, the cops do the, the thing that they should do. And they believe the, the victim. <laughs> and they're like, oh my oh. God, of course. Yeah, don't worry about it. But he's, like, completely trashed the, the shack. But by the time she gets back there... Paul! No, nope. There's, like, a shit ton of neighbors already There's a shit it. ton of neighbors helping out, and Paul's like, I should have been here. I had to protect you. So she changes her mind again. Yep. They just decide to live sure. as weird besties in the Wonderland Mansion. Nice pestering, Paul. Nice yep. pestering. He's like, see that? Uh, you almost got horribly assaulted because you were alone. <sighs> yep. Um, it's gonna be a, a quick secret marriage by, I think he mentions, like, a retired priest, because they, they do talk about being Catholic. They, they do have an incestuous marriage, but they are Catholic. <laughs> so. They are siblings. Um. They do an elope. Paul's parents are bummed, but his sister's, like, kind of charged over to celebrate. Um. So on the way, on the way to the elopement, elopement, um, Paul's like, I got all these servants. They're all people of color. Why? Okay. Um, the butler's name is James Humble. Yeah, I thought that was. I Alex enjoyed enough to notate. Um, yes, they go there, and then I feel like he says, like he's like, oh, we're so fucking rich. We're so much richer than the Dumu. Uh, oil rich is better than real estate rich. Um, the first yeah. night in their monastery, Paul pouts because she says no to a smoocher. Yep. You just laid down this whole scenario yep. Yep. of yep. platonic yep. marriage. And yep. he's like, mm-hmm. yep. and she's like, no. Yep. The pillows are like sleeping in vats of butter. Yep. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> My butter's not that soft, by the way. Why would you want to sleep on butter? Thank you. That sounds so I like a firm pillow. I also don't want grease all over my face. We went different ways. Yeah, not even about like the the firmer softness. It's about the literal texture. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they gotta hire a nanny, and they just basically find like fucking Mary Poppins. She's the most perfect nanny Nanny ever. ever, Mrs. Fleming. Baby Pearl is the decider of the nanny because babies <laughs> always judge someone on instinct. Yeah, babies are so hard to fool. <laughs> you, can't, you can't trick them. They have no object permanence, but you can't trick a baby. <laughs> no, they're they're smarter than the average bear. The, the wizened, just the of us all. Left-handed love powers. 
Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The nanny was left handed, which means that she, she was. She sensed special. the loveness of the love power love. Uh, Giselle rose up with some fuckboys and has a dumb afternoon. Hang on. Um, okay. <laughs> Where am I? I. It's only half incest, Paul reminds Rubio. <laughs> He's like, you know, we're only half our siblings. <laughs> <laughs> He was like, what if we put the other half aside? <laughs> She's like, fucking stop! <laughs> yeah, she's like, you can't just do that? Uh, it's not like throwing out a shirt you don't like to oh, wear. Yeah, because Pearl is not into Gladys, so no. she's the villain. And uh, there's that. And at one point, because they have the fam over. Mm-hmm. So Octavius and Gladys know about this incestual marriage, mm-hmm. but the, his sisters do not. Um, and at one point, Gladys is like, my adopted son. I've never said that before, but now I will say it because you are so bad. Yeah. So, all right. She's got some unresolved issues around that. Oof. <laughs> Hoofa doofa. Yeah. Okay. And then they go to Nolens for business, business, business. And she seems surprised that New Orleans is stirring up memories. <laughs> She's like, oh my god, the sights and the smells remind me that I was here before a year ago. A bit, a bit, a bit. It was weird. It was weird. Um, and then she's like, I'm gonna go fucking, I'm gonna fucking see Daphne. But then she can't. Um, she shows up and then she's like, Ugh. she's Ugh. getting out of the car and she's like, oh, she's actually the worst. I don't fucking care. Um, I don't actually care. But, 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 but Paul's older sister, is it Jeannie? I don't know. Jean? I, I, in my head it's a Jeannie because why wouldn't you write J-E-A-N? And that's because that's Jean. Okay. I think Jean. I think it's Jean. I don't know. Jean. I'll probably say both. Okay. Um, I don't care. She is wants to be engaged, and the man she wants to be engaged to is. It's not as fairy tale as Ruby and Paul. Paul's perfect. Ruby's like, you know, who the fuck am I to give advice on marriage and love, right? <laughs> am I right? Yeah. And then I wrote, "Who boy Giselle arrives?" Yeah. With some fuck boys. With some fuck boys. Yep. Um, I believe she she's like, yeah, Daphne and Bezels. LOL. Um, also, Brucey did a bath with me. Ha. <laughs> yeah, she was like, oh, yeah, whatever. I fucked. We, we just like, let's fuck everyone. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Uh, Uncle Jean frowny emoji. I think, yeah, Uncle Jean died? I mean, that's what I presume Uncle Jean frowny emoji means. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Oh, okay. I, oh, yeah, because this book was fantastic. You got no notes? What do you get? I, yeah, I don't know. Like, because I was just too busy reading it, and so it all kind of got swirled together because it was just like, I just needed to know what the step back meant. So it was just, yeah. So, um, yeah, I believe she does like. She's like, here's all the news. Giselle's writing Ruby from France and being an asshole. And yes. then she also hears that Uncle Jean dies. And then Paul's like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna cheer you up. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. She's like, whatever. And, and then he's like, I'm, I'm William. I'm William Tate, the I'm William. Confederate, Confederate soldier. He's in a Confederate costume and gives her like a Confederate lady costume. And she's like, oh, yeah, because again, he's like, don't be sad. Don't be sad. Have no no grief. Here, cheer up. Have a Civil War costume. And she, Ruby gets all het up over this Civil War, like, cosplay dinner. I think they're outside or whatever. 
da 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 and she's like, I really was a Civil War lady with my Civil War man going Ugh. to the Civil War. Stop <laughs> touching me. She's touching me. Um, Stop touching me. <laughs> yes, it's very magical. Um, and then also, he comes a knocking, and she like, like goes to bed, and she's like, yeah. thanks, I do feel better. Good night. And then he's like, and yeah, and she was like, oh, God, I wish I could fuck someone. It's normal. Fine. She wishes for a physical touch on her uh, clitoral zone. And in her all that glitters. In her <laughs> glitter dam. Um, so uh, he like comes back in and she's like, Paul, no. And he's like, I'm William. I'm a civil war man. And she says no as he enters her. Yeah, that was. More, that was more questionable than all the questions we've had asked but not answered. I didn't. You, you're pulling a pursed lip face here. I just, like, what the fuck? Because he's like, I'm not Paul, I'm William. And then she's, she's like, like okay, William, fine. no. And then he's just like, boosh. Yeah, it didn't. I don't even. And then she was like, sit. I don't think she was like, I don't know. I, ugh, I was so, I was so Wow, upset. you were upset by that? Yes, of, I was upset by of that. all things that happened. Yeah, there's like an in, incest confederate cosplay date is not okay. Oh, fine. <laughs> and then the next morning, he was like, I don't know what you dreamed. <laughs> yeah, well, and then there's a gaslight. Oh, I don't you, know. I just did it not. must have been a crazy dream you had. <laughs> and then she's like, you know what I should do? Paint a series about Civil War soldiers fucking Fucking up. and being something. It's basically like a manga of Civil War fucking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Giselle yep. writes, because she goes to France. And sees Bo, and she's like, Bo's falling in love with me. <laughs> yeah. He says, I'm mature. Yeah, it's pretty gross. Um, and then uh, they get they get news about uh, Daphne. She's like riding a horse and fucking dies. Falls off and cracks her head. And she dies. And then Bruce is like... Nobody cares about Bruce. He has notated he's a wet noodle. Yeah, he's such so butthurt. He's like... Mm. I, know I have lawyers. Pre- we had a prenup, but like, that's bullshit. Don't, don't fucking sign that prenup. I got lawyers. Mm-hmm. Good ones. Didn't like it. Uh, for some reason, I was under the impression Bo did not know about the pregnancy. He did. I, I don't that's know. That's why his parents sent him off. They were like, you knocked up a girl. You're going to Europe. And a Cajun one at that. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, no one cares about Bruce at the wake. And he's like, well, I've served my purpose. Like, what was your purpose? Dicking Daphne? I guess not even. I guess they weren't even like that. It oh, was yeah. just about yeah. They talk about how they weren't even like if they had separate rooms and stuff. It was just about like to scheme money out of Pierre while he was still alive, and then they got married so that like Bruce would keep his mouth shut and got just kind of like live the high life for a hot minute. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Bo finally comes in with the honesty. He's like, "Look, I'm only with Giselle, so I can pretend that she's you." Yeah. <laughs> It's... Then they elope. They elope? Giselle and Paul? Oh, No, no, Giselle and Bo. Yes, 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 yes. Paul's all put out because he couldn't buy Ruby's love. She's like, oh, like, obviously sad about it. And he's like, what? Am I not buying you enough things to buy your love? (laughs) I know, he keeps going back and forth with being like, I totally get it, that's fine. Like, oh, I, I sense all your emotions to just like... How come when you said that you wouldn't love me because we're related, you were telling the truth? (laughs) 
Yeah. And she does a whole series of Civil War paintings that are sad. And after he looked at them, Paul theorizes that perhaps it was wrong to force Ruby to marry him. Hmm. I don't know. It's so weird. Whoa. Weird whoa. Whoa, man. Can blow in my mind out of the water here. Yeah. Um... Does Ellen Bell come visit Cypress? <laughs> Cypress, whatever. Cypress <laughs> Woods. I couldn't remember the, the time. Cypress. <laughs> and uh, Bo gets to see Pearl for the first time, and he's like, oh. Yeah. Um, Apparently, she's like all fanciful at him. Mrs. Fleming, with her lo- left-handed love powers, senses that Bruce is, that Bo is special. Mm. She's like, he must be a special man. <laughs> this child loves you. She loves nobody but you. You must is special. I'm since I'm as an empath, I'm getting a vibe that this child is your child. I'm left-handed um, too and I can immediately tell when people love each other. Yeah. Nope. A uh, big honkin, big big honkin woof on um Bo explaining in great fucking detail how much he pictures Ruby when he's with Giselle. Yep. Like it a I lot. even got her to wear your perfume. Thanks, Philip. Yeah, thanks, Philip. Big Philip move. Uh, oh, not even before. Uh, Tony. Tony. That's a tatter tip. That's a tatter tip. <laughs> that's a tatter trait. Tatter tra- Okay, there we go. Traitorton. Traitorton. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bo is secured a pied de terre for a little tete-a-tete. He's like, a, we should go do a fucking announce. He was like, here, take this paper. And she was like, it's a baby. It's like it's an address. I've secured an apartment for some fuck times. Yep. For for singular fuck times. And then Bo, no, Paul's like, I gotta go to Texas for a thing. And she's oh, like, wait, oh, wait, hang on. What? what? For some reason, I wrote Bruce got what was coming to him. Like, Bruce was nefarious in some capacity. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, there's a swamp tour. There's wine talk. And there's cordials. Like, they're just getting a little hammed. Yeah, because they take Giselle out in the oh, swamp. Oh, yeah. They're That's still there. The time. Yeah. Go, 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 go. And then... Ruby notes she's in an Eiffel Tower bedroom situation. She's like, a man's on either side of me. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. They high five over her bedroom to make the Eiffel Tower. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, that's so funny. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Slips Ruby a note with the address. And for someone who pledged monastic living, Paul talks about wanting to fuck all the time. Yeah, he really does. Uh, so they leave, and she's got the note with the address on it. And she can't, she can't bring herself to throw it away. Nope. She's like, I need to get rid of it. I just, you know what? That's, I'm here, and this is wrong. But I couldn't. I put it away. I couldn't throw it away. Um, oh, she's going to do it. Yeah. She gonna, this is how she do it. This is how she do it. Fucking on the side. This is how she do it. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so, uh, Paul's like, ah, I gotta go to Texas for some oil dealings. Some business. business. You wanna come with me and, uh, stuff? And then Ruby's like, oh, no, I was actually gonna go to Dominique's and bring the Confederate series, so, like... (laughs) Gonna, like spend the night and he's like you're gonna stay at Giselle's house she's like oh no I'd rather not do that and he's like good idea but you know she goes to the just does a bunch of fuckings with um, yeah with Bo and they have like a nice date and stuff sure and- honestly they could just break off their respective relationships they should I think at one point later on that's mentioned that they're Catholic and they yeah can't there's divorce. like too much 
yeah, there's too much religion going on. That that only gets mentioned in the context of not being an incestuous marriage. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, this is this is a um, this is a convenient plot. No, it's not. That is not a convenient plot device. That makes no sense. Bo was like, oh my god, we're gonna do this and we're gonna do that. And Ruby's like, hold this on the DL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, alright, fine. And then she's like, okay, cool, I gotta go home. And like as soon as she gets there. How the fuck old is Pearl in this? Because at this point, when she gets home, Pearl is coloring with crayons in her playpen. I don't know. It doesn't make any it sense. Is, this baby age is wildly all over the place. It really is. And, like, I remember earlier in the book, like, something happened. Like, she said that she had been back at the bayou for almost a year, but Pearl was, like, eight months old, she had said at the same time, which is, like, she... like that's impossible. Because she came back to the bayou the day she found out she was pregnant. It takes nine months for that, and then Pearl okay. is 18 months. <laughs> this yep, is okay. being at the bayou for almost two years, not... Almost a year. Oh, oh, I almost forgot. Oh, oh we, almost, oh. we almost forgot. A very major plot point. When Ruby goes back to the hotel after doing her fuckings, she was like, I checked for messages, but it looked like there were none. Great. And then when they return, Paul's like, I mean, I wasn't checking on you, but you definitely weren't there when I called. Yeah. And Ruby just fucking comes clean. Yeah. She was like, yeah, I was fucking someone else. <laughs> She's like, yeah, it was me and Bo. I went there to, I was with Bo. And then he's like, what? Why him? <laughs> I, I can't believe you did this to me. And she was like, yeah, but like you do get that we can't have a physical, me and you. And like, that's not fair to either of us. And he is the father of. What does he have that I don't have? <laughs> Why this guy? Different DNA is what he has. <laughs> Different parents. Different parents. Different fathers. Oh, mothers. Mothers. Different yep. mothers. So they kind of whatever. Um, uh, Ruby wonders if she and Paul will just work tirelessly until they're old and gray and rockers. While she's like 20 years old, question mark? She's like, we just, well, maybe we'll just do this forever until we are old and gray. Whatever. Right. Uh, Miss Fleming has to leave because her daughter yeah. was in a bad car accident mm. in England. How convenient. Yeah, super, sounds super convenient. You're so mean. <laughs> Uh, Bo calls from the ranch. <laughs> so you're, it's okay. You, you go. Oh. Ironically, Giselle's paralyzed again. <laughs> but for real this time. So the step back <laughs> is because a herpes, a herpes mosquito bit Giselle. And now she's paralyzed and delirious. With encephalitis of some type. Yeah, Ruby is going to pretend she's Giselle so she can be married to Bo. And Giselle is going to be bedridden at Cy- Cypress Woods. And I wrote... But she healed before, so why can't she do it again? Yeah, encephalitis, mush brain. Uh, can you guys, I hope, let me know if you guys can hear my cat running around. She's squirreling. My cat Bijou is being foolish, galloping. Skitter, skitter, <laughs> skitter, ditter. <laughs> she doing a skitter, ditter. Uh, and then I, I wrote switcheroo in all caps. <laughs> so also, I was like, Immediately after this plan, because Paul was like, oh, yeah, no, he was bring her here. creepily helpful. Yeah, I was like, ew, is Paul going to, like, do a sex at incapacitated Giselle because he can't have Ruby? They never say that, but that immediately makes me think that he probably did. I don't know, because I was just like, I immediately went to, like, subplot of, like, bedridden pregnant Giselle. Oh, like, that yeah. would have been awesome. I know. Let me write things. Secret institution, Paul creepily helpful. Um, so, like, riddle me this. Riddle. 
So, you know, they go to, like, hang out. They're like, oh, we're just going to go visit That's Giselle. the story. Giselle the is like, we're going to go to the ranch. And the then ranch. that's where the accident will happen then. And then it will have happened to Ruby. Correct. But they, like, get there and, like, it's just like, yep, it up, it up, it up. Like, they go upstairs, grab Giselle, put her in the car, leave. So everyone at Cypress Woods just believed that Ruby got coma sick the second she got to the yes. ranch? correct, Mundo. Oh, <laughs> like, yep. like, this happened... It was a very busy day. <laughs> um, there like, was just like a four-hour thing. Like, she got out of the car, got bit by a mosquito, immediately went into a coma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With that's, no doctors. That's how it do I, happen. Oh, There's a great point, because Ruby's like, how... She's like, well, at some, po- at some point in this farce, Pearl will think that she should call me auntie instead of mom. Like, and then I wrote, why don't, why don't they for real just up and move somewhere else? Yeah, and they talk about that. Later on, and I felt very uh, validated. Good, good for you. you should. Just go somewhere else. Just move to wherever Chris and Kathy moved in, California. That's where all the uh, <laughs> secrets go. Where, where, where the mist is. Put Pearl in the mist. That's Bayou Mist. No, I know, but there was fog. Okay. Yeah, Different. I remember because it was like yeah. a San Diego. Okay. San Diego. San Fran Diego. San Fran Diego. Paul, I know you'll be back. Giselle, they say that Giselle just goes in and out of a coma. Isn't that just napping? No. Just in and out of comas. Yeah. That's not a coma, is it not? I I think you can. Yeah, you can be in and out of a coma. If you're in a coma, can you write in and let me know? Like when you're out of it, be like, yes, I was just there. Oh, no. The same night they're there, both like, let's go the fuck out to dinner. Here are Giselle's clothes. She did dress sluttier than you, FYI. Oh. Uh, Get your tits out. Um, I yeah. had a problem with... Oh, you had a... What? Oh, that's like the last note that I actually wrote. <laughs> so they go out to dinner. <laughs> they go out to dinner. And she's just like, I wore this strapless number. And like, to it was do. more cleavage than I wanted to do, whatever. And I just act like an asshole at dinner. And like, no one really guessed anything. And I was just like, oh yeah, my sister. How boring. She's in a coma. Ugh. But then they get back and um, somehow Bo peels a strapless dress off Ruby's arms. How? <laughs> she talked about it being a strapless fucking dress. And then when he's taking it off from her, he's peeling it down her arms. There are no arms in a strapless dress. <sighs> Maybe it was an armed strapless dress, actually. Mm-hmm. But I don't... Fi- Stop it! Stop! This was two days later. Wow, you... That was it. Great. I'm just going to say what I wrote and you just chime in. Okay. Uh, Let's see. They instantly go out to dinner. Giselle slutty your dresser. There's... Okay. I don't know what this means. A window smooching affair, man. What? What? Oh! So, um... Ruby's up in the, um... Up in the studio. That's right! And this guy comes in. He's like, curly-haired hobbit man comes to, like, try to fuck her. And she's like, you know, go away. And then... He's like, and then oh, he says something up. that, spoiler, does not come back. You know what I'm going to say? He's like, I remember when you squealed when I kissed that birthmark under your breast. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was going to come back. But, yeah, that would have been great for later times. Dude, do and, a planogram, Nearman. And then Bo was like, oh, yeah, I know. Sorry, I should have told you. Sorry. I didn't think they'd be coming back that quick. Uh... They go to see Bo's parents. Bo's father is wearing a white dinner jacket and a black silk ascot. Yeah, it sounds awesome. Apparently, I just write everyone's outfit. I like that. I like that. Um, so not- it seems like a Panama Jack to me. <laughs> Notated. Notated Bo's mother's gained a little weight. 
Um, the Andrea's rents are like Cajun, Cajun, Cajun this, Cajun that, blah, 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 Cajun, Cajun, Cajun. Um, it's been two days, but we're getting away, he's like, we're getting away with it. (laughs) Two days. Yep. Um, Well, you know, trick me once, trick me forever, I guess. Are you going to do a reading? No, it's not till later. Later, but Uh, just so you, dear listener, knows, um, I don't have any more notes written down, but I do have, um, sections of many bookmarks. Sections of Reese's wrappers that I tore off and then stuck in the book where there were typos. No, I did. It was like the bar with the nuts in it. It's real good. Ooh, Mm. I'm a nice nutty chop. Um, Giselle's even worse than we thought, which Paul's pissed about. He's like, he's like, I can't believe. Like he just really thought that. Like I, I, he's clearly deliriously. Yes, I wrote. Paul's doing a little cry, cry. Yeah, like it's sad, but also. Fuck that. Ruby has been telling you for years, no, she does not want to be in a incest relationship. Yeah, and you kind of gave her like a, I don't, I really am upset about that whole night that he did a sex at her because she was not in the right headspace. That was not enthusiastic consent. Yeah. At all. Because um, they didn't even say, she was like, we just like got a rhythm and then we were done. Like, I don't know. I hated that so much. Don't fucking do that to people. Uh, Paul's sister, Toby. So there's Jeannie, who's nice. Jean. And Toby, who's a sass bucket. Um, (laughs) So sister Toby is like, all Paul does is be depressed about his very ill wife. I roll. (laughs) She's always smirking. Yeah. And Paul's like, well, it looks like this is what fate wanted. Yeah. You coerced your half-sibling into a sexless marriage. Yep. That good. Fate did a good one that way. And then you said, oh, I'll do you one better and bring her here. Because if you're sp- she's supposed to be you, of course she'd be here. And then he's like, I can't believe this is happening to me. Uh, he starts doing like a wicked hot pretend. Yeah, that was... He's talking to Ruby and being like, oh, is this what you wanted, Giselle? You don't even know how your sister was. You never met her grandmère, Catherine. Giselle. You, you and your garden district and she <laughs> in the swamp where we live together. Um... So, so they go to Bowen, quote unquote, Giselle slash Ruby. Go to visit Ruby slash Giselle in the hospital. And so they go to the hospital. The nurse is like, I've never seen such identical twins. (laughs) She's like, oh, you just look so much alike. (laughs) You've never heard of identical twins? Uh, Ruby leaves her voodoo charms with Giselle. Uh, weeks pass, weeks pass, and Ruby is really starting to wonder about this complex situation. She's like, I hate being Giselle. Yeah, it sucks. Um, but she did. She does kind of like that she doesn't have to talk to Giselle's friends, though. She was just ex- extra rude, and they were yeah. like, meh. And whereas, like, real Giselle would have been like, why are you mad at me? She's like, yeah. fine, great, great, don't call me. She was like, what a handy thing that me, my sister, me, is in the hospital uh, so now I can use that as an excuse. This is the part where I noted that her plan was... Ruby said that her plan was eventually to move far away. So I'm glad she's mm-hmm. taking my advice. Yes. Um, there we are. A drunken Bruce rolls in. Yep. And it out. Ha-ha! Ah! There's my typo note. Love page Ruby. 252 in the... Uh, Thing. The, the mass market here. <clears throat> His dark brown hair was flecked with gray. The temples all gray. And there were dark sacks under his eyes. There, spelt... T-H-E-I-R. There were dark sacks. Mm-hmm. Not there. There. The wrong there. 
It's, it's, it's. The wrong fucking there. There are, why are there so many typos? Um. There. Paul spends time at the shack. Yeah, he goes to the shack a lot and just shacks mm-hmm. it up. <laughs> He's like sleeping on the floor being like, ah. Remember the simple times when I was feeling on my sister Bresum? 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 My Bresum. Lewis returns. He still has a sensual mouth and a Roman nose. And I wondered if all noses are Roman. I think they are. Great. Bose was. Yeah, Bo's dad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Central mouth. Uh, does he really knows it's Ruby? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, does. Okay. Um, they decide to go to his concert, and Ruby looks so elegant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Not mm-hmm. like Giselle at all. No, she's like, people will be so shocked that I'm stuff. Uh, he, uh, he plays the symphony. Um... Oh, and uh, G- real Giselle slash fake Ruby takes a turn for the worse. Yeah. Um, and dies. And then Ruby's like, wow, it's really weird them all thinking that I'm dead. And Paul Bo's like, who cares? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Ruby attends her own funeral. Oh, man, I'm sorry. There's like... Oh yeah! No, there was a t- there was a there was an inconsistency about when okay. when Lewis showed up. Sorry. Okay, and I could see you like trying yeah, to yeah, like. Lewis, a man in his twenties, had become blind when he was still a young boy. He was thirty-one in the last book. Thank you. And there we go. And there we go. Giselle dies. Yeah, and Ruby attends her own funeral. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. There was okay. just. Oh yeah. After I cradled the phone, I sat back on the bed. I felt as if all my blood had drained down to my feet. I chalked back a sob. Chalk it. Not choked. I, yeah, I see it. Chalked. C-H-O-C-K-E-D. Not even like chalked it up to sobbing, but chalked. Yeah. Uh, I question why Paul's mom was so nasty to Ruby slash fake Giselle. And I said, oh, she knows and would like a vengeance, please. Yeah. Uh, one, uh, one vengeance. Can I please have... Uh, check, please. One vengeance. One vengeance. You know, it's really hard, and Ruby's like, I just went to my funeral, and Bo wonders if he really should have thought this whole switcheroo thing through. Yeah, he's you like, oh... This is, com- this is a fucking complicated thing, because now we have uh, this uh, <laughs> thing happening. Um... Yeah, Paul goes missing. Paul goes missing! Paul goes missing. Paul and goes is, missing. He is full of the mornings for Ruby, which he, whether he's fully crazy or just, you know, whatever, whatever. So Bo's Well, like, I mean, I guess it was like, that was the death of any sort of idea of a relationship he thought he could have with her as well. Like, he was really delusional in the fact that he just wholeheartedly was like, nope, since I love her this much, like, she's going to end up loving me this much. And yeah. And again, DNA DNA. <laughs> was like, oh man, this is complicated, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. It um, is. So they can't find Paul. Paul goes a missing. It's the nighttime, and Ruby's like, I will lead the boats to the secret swamp world. And they're like, how do you? And she's like, I mean, my sister Ruby told me. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so much like, turn here at the this curtain of Spanish moss, said Ruby to me. I'm Giselle. Uh, <laughs> Like a lot of that. No, it was like the one time I ever listened to her. I, I listened to these directions, these very, very They're complicated very directions. Very specific. <laughs> uh, Paul's body. Oh yeah, it's just like floating. He he like 
hucked himself into the water and drowned. Or it like flipped over. I don't know. They don't really know. All they know is that he was in the water. He pulled himself out a little bit. Because, like, the coroner was like, I've never seen someone with so much water in their lungs climb out of the swamp a little bit. Like a a little fucking bit. Like a tit. (laughs) It's really what he said. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that is a direct quote. That was confusing about life. Um, Ruby was, like, very feels guilty, but Paul 100 used Ruby's niceness to get, like, a facade of what he wanted. Paul did? Paul did. Yeah. yeah. He manipulated her into mm-hmm. like, yeah. And so don't feel guilty, ho. Well, I mean, come on. Of course she's... Grief. This is someone she's known since she was like forever. What is Please. Mother Tate's revengeance? Oh, fuck. Yeah. Gladys is just like... She, like a while ago, was just like, I fucking know that that's not... Not not you. Paul told me everything. He confided in me, and you, I bet you didn't think he would tell his mother everything. And maybe there was, like, weirdness going on. They talk about, like, a, a stronger relationship, like... Anyways, it sounded like a little bit, like, snuggy, snuggy Louie mom. Anyways. Ew. Um, Ew. So, they go back home and like, all right, well, this is it, I guess, and... Then the police show up and they're like, oh, hey. Or no, like a lawyer shows up. He's like, I'm here to call. Oh, Toby child. calls or Jean calls? Jeannie? Someone calls. One of the sisters the calls child. and they're it's like, just well, like, both, so. they were like, both of this child's parents are dead, so it needs, she needs to go to her grandparents. I mean, who could have seen this coming a mile away? <laughs> and Ruby's like, no! And then Paul, no, Bo's like, it's fine, it's fine, it's gonna be fine, it's gonna be fucking fine. It's not fucking fine. It's not fucking fine. They come back the next day with like a police with and a, a police, court order. And they take. They take Pearl. Pearl, and it's very sad because she's like, "I saw her pressing uh, her Yes, this, this baby question mark baby presses the face up against the car window. Well, because she was coloring, and she said, "Like, look, mommy." Like, because she was, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. Um, yeah. All I know is that by the end of the book, she was four. Okay, yeah. So I don't. For sure. Who fucking knows? There was no DNA test back then, but was there a blood test? Can they do like a Punnett square? They said. Bo said the only test would prove that I, that we could do would prove that I wasn't the father. That makes zero sense. I, and all this time I'm like waiting for her to be like, oh, hold on, that fucking boyfriend. Yeah, the birthmark. birthmark. They were like, yeah, even though she was paralyzed for a while, like, there's no way to say that the (laughs) x-rays wouldn't be you. Um, Like, at one point, oh, when they come back for like... Someone comes back for the baby, and it, it was notated, Bo went up to the bathroom, fetch him for me, and I was like, man's taking a shit, leave him alone. I thought you said it was in the bedroom. I thought it was It's just upstairs. It's upstairs. Um, oh, and then Bo, they have a lawyer. A lawyer. Bo was like, can we compare, he was like, well, Ruby had a child, and Giselle didn't, so let's compare birth canals. <laughs> and uh, the lawyer's like, first of all, you gotta exhume a body. Second of all, you can say for under oath, 100% certainty, Giselle never, like, got a baby there. He's like, fuck! Um, yes, and then I said, Bruce mentioned that birthmark under Giselle's breast. It wasn't Bruce, it was the other guy. Like it was the boyfriend. Someone. The, the, I the feel lover. like it was Bruce. It wasn't, I promise. Mm. Because he yelled, like, he was like, all right, I'm, of course you're... All right. All right, I'm leaving. I'll never forget about your squealy tit. Like, and then just hopped back out the window and scurried away. Squirrely tit? Yeah. Um, it was mentioned many pages ago. Gladys Tate has, like, a reverse Oedipus. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Mm. Yeah. 
Uh, there's another stern, no noise judge. <laughs> uh, Octavius has for some reason my autocorrect kept all capsing Octavius. Octavius, because it was nice. like, look at the transformer. <laughs> Octavius has to tell Gladys to chill. Uh, artistic talent. Her artistic talent is not to be allowed into evidence. I think that's kind of bullshit. Can you prove beyond reasonable doubt that Giselle did not have artistic talent? I think that there they were just way more, way less character witnesses than one would. Think. And I thought, like, because there's so but much. no one knew. But the thing is, like, she could have like put her. They could have had like her grandmother's friends on the stand and had them be like. All right, ask a question that only Ruby okay. would know the answer to. Like, there were so no, many I different... Like it was noted that all of Grandmary's friends were dead. They were there. She saw Miss Thibodeau after the trial. Uh, I stopped writing notes, but yet I remember more than yep. you. Okay. okay. Um, there's this surprise no, witness. Dead. She talked about she saw them in the crowd multiple times. Anyways, okay. okay. There was a surprise witness. Bruce Baltrata. It was rock and roll, Brucey Poo. Um, <laughs> rock and roll, Brucey Poo. <laughs> I feel like I'm not a lawyer. No? No. What the fuck? Sorry for all those times I represented you. Um, <laughs> I feel like attorneys get some loans to prep for a surprise witness, by the by. Usually, maybe not in 1960. Yeah, it's a fast one, <laughs> uh, Ruby, she will not come out with that Paul's parentage secret. She doesn't want to. Amongst this no-nonsense, no-noise judge, Ruby has 7,000 outbursts. Like three. There are so many. There's like three. Um, So dramatic. She was very dramatic. You're not a lawyer. You don't know know how to count outbursts. Yeah. Outbursts. (laughs) And they're like furiously, Bo and Ruby are like furiously scribbling notes to their lawyer. And like, fucking. And I feel like she and Octavius like lock eyes and she's like, and he's like, oh my God. <laughs> and they call Octavius to the stand. And they're like, give him a list of whatever, and and the lawyer's like, who who is Paul Tate's mother? And there's like a very tense moment. And Ruby's like, you gotta tell you gotta the truth. You gotta, for Paul's sake, tell the truth, Octavius. Octavius, um, and he do be that, and then gasps, gasps. Da, 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 da. And then I feel like they had to like the lawyers were called into chambers, mm-hmm. and then their lawyer comes out and he's like, "I don't know what's happening, but he wants to talk to you." <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, "Invite me to your wedding." He's Beautiful like, "Beautiful couple." Yeah, he's like, "Well, I expect a wedding invite." Like, how did what? that that coming out like for some reason made them a hundred percent believe that Ruby was Giselle? But, but why? I think because um, maybe uh, oh, it because gave a reason for I don't know. Oh, because then Octavius could say for sure, like no, that, that isn't. Is not, yeah. Okay. Yeah, great. yeah. Okay. Okay. We got. We there. got there. She's not um, a deformed baby, <laughs> so not a product of incense. Incense. And peppermint. <laughs> Pearl. Whomst I still don't know the age cries out, "Mommy!" Yeah, and I was, I'm so fucking. I don't know, two, three. I don't. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> is this a quote? Time is the best vacuum cleaner. Yes, that is a quote from the book. <laughs> Time is the best vacuum cleaner. <laughs> 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 like, 
sucks out your brains. Um, in my apartment, I've noticed that time is the best thing that leaves dust on everything. Like an inverse vacuum. A blower. Yeah. <clears throat> just, just a lever of dust. Time is a lever of dust. In the brains. Um, no, it's on my accoutrement, my knickknacks. You dusty. I have indeed. dusty knickknacks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Ruby prophetically paints a baby. Yeah. Yeah. And then, look. And like then the next day or something. Nina comes to visit her too. Oh, when she's like super heavy, pregnant. When she's heavy with child. Heavy with child. Um, Head of a uterus. Um, also, Niederman, don't. Don't make people of color talk like that. It's the black scent. Yeah. Like, Nina be getting old now. Stop it. Stop. Fucking stop. Um, okay. All right. After all that labor, my water finally broke. Yeah. That is opposite. Yeah. You, you don't, don't go goes, into labor until first. the water breaks. Well, you can be in labor without your I water breaking, but, like, that's not factually accurate. And then the baby was born, and it was boy twins. Yeah. She had a baby, and then she was like, ah. They're like, it's a boy. And they're like, hold on a minute. I may have suspected this was happening as a doctor, but I did not tell you to maybe be aware. Like, I thought maybe one twin was over the other twin and hiding that twin's heartbeat. And they have named the twins. Oh, I hate it. I actually hate it. Pierre and Jean. Yeah, after her dad and uncle. I kind of hate that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. The end? I, yeah. Um, that was it. it. She was just like, they're going to fucking love each other as twins. And Pearl is a good older sister. Pearl is four when the twins are born. I mean, they don't say how, how long she was in the time vacuum. Cleaner. <laughs> no, but they did. Like, Paul was four when the twins. No, Pearl. 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 That was so hard for me to read, too. Paul Pearl? Paul and Pearl. Like, there's like only one letter difference. Based upon my oh, two. my retelling, I kept confusing Bo and Paul. I mean, same. Too many men. Oh, no. Oh, Ruby. <sighs> Ruby, Ruby, Ruby. So... Ruby, Ruby, Ruby. Where are you? You got a lot of dicks now. Not really that many dicks. I mean, one that she really wanted. One forever, and then one secret cosplay confederate incest dick. Oh yeah, I feel like I feel like the listener is not getting how long and protracted this whole like long and protracted. Yeah, yep. it's a protractor. Um, because she was like, it was like I was really I heard the cannons in the distance and our yeah. soldiers, and it was the fireflies were out. And was he Paul or was he William? William Partate of the Confederacy, man, and I'm in my Confederacy dress. And I'm just glazing over this because I'm like, can we please not fucking romanticize the fucking Confederacy here? Like, get out of town. And then it happened. Ugh. Anyways, um, so well, next happened. next book is uh, Hidden Jewel. Again, and that sounds pretty clitoral. I know. We got Pearl in the Mist, all the clitters. Yeah. Hidden Jewel. Um, I, I, This one's going to be... I mean, I've only read the... The prologue, but before even doing that, I knew that it was going to be from Pearl's point of view because yeah. that is the trope. Yep. Um, only Dollinganger series so far has done like protagonist, 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 children, protagonist, flashback or prequel. All the rest of them have been protagonist, 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 child, prequel. Well, let's think about this. Dollingangers lived to be the ancient ages of 50 and 52. Um, 
Haven died. Dawn died. Oh, yeah. No spoilers. Right. Huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess, yeah, they can't yeah. really go back and have one from that point of view. I mean, I would like that. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed um, weathered old 50-year-old Kathy. <laughs> Ancient, decrepit. With her wrinkled flaps. Everything was tight still. Tight! Everything was tight. Yeah. Fucking Chris's old balls. Anyway. Anyways, Anyways. yeah. So, um, so far, though, I have enjoyed reading the Landry series. Yeah, it's great. It's wild. It is wild. And there are a lot of very busy days. Yeah. This very busy days. uh, Upon review, um, it's like, wait a minute. Like, when you start thinking about all the the different things that happen, you're like, the plot points. Hold up. (laughs) And then the next one, you're like, wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. (laughs) So many. And then you had had a light lunch. (laughs) And then... Death, 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 death. Yeah. Exactly. Afternoon tea. Yeah. And then you go have a whole nother wild uh, fucking on someone. Um, and this is where we leave you. Fucking. See you in a couple of weeks. Bye. Thanks for listening to Species Species Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Technical support was provided by Boo and Matt. Thanks for answering all of my stupid questions. Video wizardry provided by Coburn. Thanks for taking on our very special projects. Music is Dust in My Attic by Broke MC, used under Creative Commons license. Email us at theseespeciespodcast at gmail.com with your thoughts or comments. You can also follow us on Instagram. We are at theseespeciespodcast. New episodes are released every other Friday to give you time to read along. In the meantime, take a seat on the gallery, uh, yeah, gallery. Like ignore your they spoiled sister, and uh, the team. Oh,